Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we are going to talk a little bit about leadership and how leaders create an environment for learning. So I've done a lot of research on this and do a lot of reading in this subject um, as far as how we as leaders create the environment for our teams to grow. So we use a number of tools in it, and uh, recently we had a future leader meeting here at Peterman Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, where I talked about this very subject and the importance of it and the importance that we stress with our leadership team here at the company and how we use it to hopefully lead our people um, in a much more positive manner. So without uh, further ado, we'll take a look at some of the audio. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. I often talk about creating creating an environment here where people can learn and grow and get better. And sometimes we come up short in that. It, it's, it's part of the process, but you know, ultimately as, as leaders, uh, whether it's our, ourselves or you know, whether we're leading a group of people, the big question is how do we inspire our team to do better? How do we motivate them? How do we lead them to a goal? You know, oftentimes the goals can look intimidating. How are we going to get there? Jeez, that's a big number. Wow, I don't know if we can do that. But it looks intimidating only because we look past incremental improvement. And where is this incremental improvement at? Well, it's in everybody's personal plan to get better. There again, a team is only a collection of individuals with their individual plans to get better that are connected to the team's overall goal. And I think sometimes where we fail as leaders is we fail to understand what everyone's personal plan for improvement is. You know, what, what the, the common thing that I've always heard in, in many a leadership talks is, you know, you got to find what's in it for them. And I agree with that. I think that that, uh, um, I, I think that that is a worthy question to ask when, you know, rolling out a new program, putting a process in place. You know, what's in it for them? Why would they want to follow this? And... I think the key is understanding how the process, how the program, whatever it is, how that benefits their personal plan. Um, you know, we can often say, well, um, and, and we've, we've made this mistake uh, a number of times is, well, you know, this, this incentive program, like they can make, they can make more money. That's, that's why that they would want to do it. Well, true, but that may not be everybody's personal improvement plan. That may just be your plan or a couple of the team members' plan. So it works for a couple of them, but the rest of them, it doesn't work for. And we wonder why. Well, I don't understand why they wouldn't be why they wouldn't be motivated by that. Why wouldn't they why wouldn't they do that? Seems silly. Well, yeah, it seems silly to you because that's your plan. Um, it maybe not be their plan. 
And so to me, the key in leadership is identifying everyone's personal plan. How do they want to get better? What don't they know? What could we help them with? What, where would they like to be in the future? Do they want to advance? Do they want to just be a, you know, a, a lead guy? Do they want to be a senior service tech? Do they want to be, what do they want to be? You know, do they want to be a manager? What, what is it, where do they want to go? Because when you identify that, then what, what, why do you follow somebody? You follow somebody because you feel that they can help you. You feel that their vision of what they want to do helps your own personal cause, and they can help you achieve it. That's why we follow people. You know, we all follow people, uh, whether it be, you know, um, you know, whatever it is in, in, in life, we all, we're all following people. We're following the example of people. We'll, we're following uh, what someone has done before us. Whatever it may be, we're all, we're all following people. And, you know, as a leader, uh, and we often talk about this, is sitting down and identifying what their personal plan is. So, you know, uh, a one-on-one -on -one meeting to just understand where a guy's at, uh, where, where someone's at, where, what's going on, what do they want to get better at? What are they struggling with? Uh, what don't they understand? There again, you know, we can have meetings all day long, but until we understand what someone is truly struggling with, it's going to be very hard to help them. Essentially, we're just guessing. Well, we're not very good at this, so I guess they're struggling with this. Well, they may not be struggling with that task. They just don't even understand why they're doing it. But there again, that's where you're going to uncover those things. And then the next part of that is once you identify it, then, as we've talked about in a personal setting, you've got to have the feedback. So this is something that I've seen very few organizations be really, really good at, um, but I'm intent on getting better at it. Uh, it just takes a little bit of time. But how do we speed up the feedback loop? So, you know, if you're playing on a sports team and you're on a team, uh, you know, take basketball, for instance. Basketball, there's an immediate feedback loop. It, it only takes about an hour to get feedback. One, how good are you as a team? There's a scoreboard. Did you win? Did you lose? And then they also keep stats. So how many points did you have? How many rebounds did you have? You know, how many steals? Whatever it may be. Uh, that pretty much gives you a little bit of feedback into how you did, how the team did, and where you stand. But in business, we oftentimes forget that feedback loop. We forget that, well, as a manager, as a leader, they should just go out there and they should know what they're doing. I told them what to do. Why aren't they doing it? Just go, 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 go. And what happens when you don't get feedback? Did I win? Did I lose? What did I do wrong? Did I do something good? You know, we've got numbers. Obviously, that's, a, that's an indicator. But are we as leaders really diving in, whether that's leading yourself personally? Are you diving into your performance the day before? Are you diving into what went wrong? What went right? Did we learn anything? And then if you're leading people, did we dive into those guys and, and say, hey, you did this right, you did this wrong, I think you could improve here, 
what went wrong on, on this call? What, went, uh, what issues did you have on, on this particular install? Whatever it may be, how fast is that feedback loop? Because the faster we can get feedback to people, the faster they can improve. Because they've got to have the feedback. They've got to, they've got to understand where they're at, where they stand, and where they're moving forward. Because if there's no feedback, it's very easy to go along that road for weeks at a time and never, I mean, you may be heading down the wrong path. Well, that's not good. Uh, that's really easy to get frustrated with. That's really easy to get into a slump, uh, a funk, you know, whatever you call it. And so when you think about implementing change and, and giving feedback, I oftentimes go with the notion of you've got to slow down to speed up. So what I mean by that is oftentimes as managers, we want to change and we want to change because we're, we're getting the feedback from what happened on a daily basis and we're like, well, we need to change this to move in this direction. We need to change this to move in this direction. Whatever it may be, you're always changing things. The unfortunate part is, is we forget to get the buy-in of our team. So as leaders, we're changing all these things, but yet we've never identified what their personal plan for improvement is. So we're changing all these things, but we've never tied it to why it benefits them. And sometimes as a leader, you, you're going to have to explain how this benefits them, and there's no better tie-in to say, hey, we talked about last week, you wanted to get better at this. I think by changing this piece, you're going to get better at that. Well, that's a whole heck of a lot more powerful than, hey, we're changing this process. Go get them, guys. What? Hold on. What, had you, what just happened there? Why are we doing it differently? What? That seems silly. That doesn't seem like it's going to make it any better. And so oftentimes we wonder why changes don't work. Well, they could work, and they more than likely would work. It's not, we have good ideas. And analyzing the information, yeah, it, it, it should bring us closer to a, to a solution to the problem or what we're trying to work through. But if you don't tie it to something, you're going to struggle. And so the first part of slowing down is slowing down to understand, you know, if you've got a team of 10, what do all 10 of them want? Find out what they need. And once you find out what they need, then you tie your changes to what they need and what they want, and then all of a sudden, you start going a lot faster. Like taking a step back. You know, the problem there is as a leader, you have to embrace incremental change and progress. Because sitting down with someone for 15 minutes, it's very easy to say, well, that's not going to make a difference. You know, how is me knowing that the guy's, you know, struggling with his kid being sick, how's that going to make him do better tomorrow? It's probably not. But it's incrementally changing. That is the hard part. We're all wrapped up in how are we going to achieve this big goal? How are we going to get to this big number? How are we going to put in this many systems? Whatever it is. And really, it all starts with slowing down. 
taking a step back and understanding what it is that they need. To me, the feedback is something that we, we as, a, as a company struggle with. Um, and like I said, I, I have seen very few companies that are really good at it. But I think we can get better. Uh, we can get a lot better. Um, it, but it takes time to get there. We're a lot better now than we were a year ago, and we're a lot better now than, than we were two years ago. So we're moving in the right direction. It just takes time. But it's all about speeding up that feedback loop. You know, I often think, <coughs> excuse me, when it comes to change, and I mentioned before that all leadership is in a, in a form sales um, because you're selling your change, you're selling your idea, you're selling it to the people that you're leading. Uh, you know, when you're creating a vision, you're selling it to them. Um, and sales is, that's not a bad word, but Sales in the respect of you got, you got to know what's in it for them so that you can present that vision in the best possible form. You know, we use a lot of disk profiling, uh, whether it be in, in communication in the office uh, or communication with the customer. And there again, everyone's selling something. You know, in the office, you're selling to someone else, hey, I really think we ought to change this process, here's why. But if you don't explain that to them and understand what's in it for them and what they want to do to get better, you're going to struggle to get their buy-in. I mean, you've got to understand uh, what it is that they want. It's a heck of a lot easier to sell when you know what they want and you know how they want it. And that's all a process of slowing down and understanding what everybody wants. The more in my mind, the more individual 10 to 15 minute meetings we can have with each other, the better off we are going to be. And I know that sounds silly. It really, I mean, it really actually, I mean, it took me a couple times to say it to say, I think this could really work. Um, but I really do believe that. Uh, you know, I've thought about for, you know, a, uh, a goal for, for our, our management team is to set a really like crazy number of one-on-one -on -one meetings that we're going to have over the course of the year and really all working together to collectively have those and then see how much, see how, see how much that increases the feedback loop, see how much that increases our production. To me, that is when we talk about, you know, oftentimes when you're you know, we'll come up to it here before long because this year's flying by. Next week's August, but we'll start to lay out the budget for next year, and that can become very overwhelming in a sense because you're looking at, okay, this is what we did last year. How are we going to get there? And you're always looking for these growth levers, which is similar to the process. Like, what process are we going to use to get that growth, and where are we going to go? And for me. It's, you know, I, I've often, often said, you know, growing is about getting better, not bigger. Bigger takes care of itself. That's, there's no, no worry in that. Just how do we get better? And to me, this is a key to getting better. Um, a key to really understanding that feedback loop, 
uh, and really pushing pushing the bounds of what is possible. You know, we always often talk about changing the industry. To me, this would be a big step in that direction. Uh, you know, we we uh, we have to look at ourselves in a leadership role as teachers. That's what we are. Well, what's a teacher give out? Well, they give out grades on your assignments. They give out report cards. Yes, I was one of those nerdy kids that really, really looked forward to report card day. Uh, but there again, that's natural. I want to see how I did. Like I've been working, I've been working hard. I want to, I want to see, and then I want to beat you, 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 and you. And you know, we have to, as leaders, even though this is a business setting and we're professionals, we've got to think about how do I give the proverbial grade on that paper for the work that someone did yesterday, because. If you were to get a grade on the work that you did yesterday and it said B minus, you're probably going to want to know how do I get to an A. It's only human. Well, where did I fall short? Well, I think you could improve on this. Well, more than likely, your performance today is probably going to reflect those improvements needed that gave you the B minus. Now, if it doesn't, well, then we've got other conversations to have. But without that feedback piece, it's very easy for people to move on and say, oh, you know, yesterday, in the past, I'm moving forward to today. Today's Friday. We're going to, you know, i got plans this evening, different stuff like that. It's very, very easy to cast that day that you just experienced, that chance to get better. It's very easy to cast it out because it's behind us. You know, if we didn't do so well, I mean, who's glossed over a day you didn't do so well? Well... <laughs> You know, that's in the past. Let's see what we can do tomorrow. You know, it's very easy because at that point in time, it's all about our own accountability. And to me, as a leader, it's your job to identify what they want to be held accountable for and then hold them accountable. Because at the end, accountability is oftentimes what is going to get us to move forward. You know, I uh, found another quote um, when I was reading, uh, which I don't know a whole lot about this guy, but uh, Alfred Chandler, he's a Pulitzer Prize uh, business historian, uh, wrote, structure follows strategy. I think we have some wonderful strategy. Like we have Nexstar. Nexstar's huge strategy. For me, it's like, okay, how do we run a service call? How do we answer the phone, how do we book calls, how do we, you know, how do we dispatch calls, all of that stuff, great strategy. Where I think we lack and where I think we can get better, and I'm determined to get better, is our structure. So structure follows strategy. We've got this great strategy, but what is the structure that supports it? To me, the structure is feedback, because we've got to get people feedback. Uh, we've got to continue to increase the amount of coaching that everybody is getting. And that goes for even, even leaders and even managers. You know, I've thought about how to, how to take this and we need more feedback off of this. Um, this particular platform uh, with our managers, with our leaders, uh, you know, they need to know how important this is. 
And if they do, and if they buy in, there again, we can begin to get even more incremental change. Um, and you know, it's it's oftentimes crazy to think. You know, you, you when you budget, you kind of you kind of look at a position, and and as you budget, you kind of look. Okay, we have this many people, and this is essentially what one person, you know, the average person produces. And if I have this many, then that means that I can produce this amount of work in a month, and so on and so forth. And so, for me, the biggest challenge is. How do we get, if we have 10 guys and we identify that they can each produce this amount, and so that would be our number for the entire month and then obviously the year, how do we get those 10 guys, how do we get them better? How do we improve those 10 guys so that all of a sudden that number we looked at at the beginning of the year as that's what they could produce individually, how does that double? How does that triple? To me, if we can figure out that equation, then we start to really change the industry. We start to impact people's lives because if you look at a guy on January 1st and December 31st, he's three times better than he was on the first of the year. That's going to be really cool. And oftentimes we get stuck in this. What's, what's the common thing? We got your yearly review coming up. So you got no feedback for an entire year and we're going to sit down and, how'd you do? Hmm, well, I, I guess good. I mean, I'm here, right? Yeah, you, uh, things, I mean, I'm going to work tomorrow, so I guess good, you know? Whereas, whereas if we can increase that feedback loop to the point that that question becomes no longer, how'd you do? That person's reporting to you how they did because they've gotten feedback so often that they know that, well, on January 1, I started out and I can only do this much. Today or this past month, I've pumped out this much because I'm that much better. And the reason that I am that much better is because I worked on these three things and I'm really, really good at those. And at the first of the year, I was not good at those things. And if we can get to that point, I think there's just some crazy, crazy stuff that can go on because at that point, you're really improving people. You're really growing people. And there again, that, that goes for, for me, myself. I'm bad at it, um, and I've got to get better. That is the one thing that I think can take us to the next level is how do we coach more? How do we provide more feedback? Because... Ultimately, that is, you know, people talk about, um, you know, we just got the, uh, Tyler and I went to the breakfast yesterday for the, for the Fast 25 of the fastest growing companies in Indianapolis. And, you know, you, you look at growth and, and, and different stuff like that, and I think a lot of it is just attributed to just getting better. And the crazy thing is, is we've gotten better, and we don't have like a really defined structure. Like we've got a whole lot of room for improvement, which is crazy to think that, oh my gosh, like if we structured this thing and got it really dialed in to improvement, holy cow, if we're growing at this pace now, what would that look like? Because at that point in time, it's not, it's not saying, oh, we need to double our workforce. It's saying our workforce got two times better. We all got two times better and holy cow, look what we can do.
And at that point in time, when people can see that individual growth, because at the end of the day, if you're a company and all you do is grow by just adding people, you're really not any, you're really not any better than you were before you had those people. You're just bigger. You know, I want to get better. I want people to get better. That's what makes a place worth coming to work at. If the place that you work has no, no desire to make you better, only a desire to get bigger, people will leave because they want to get better. Everybody wants to get better. You know, some more than others, some differently than others, whatever it may be, which is totally fine. Everybody's going to have their own thing. But it's about connecting that own personal thing to the company's mission. And when you can connect those two, then it gets really powerful. Then you start to, then you start to grow, you see people coming up, you see people passionate, you see people willing to run through that wall for the company because it, they know that it supports them and their personal goals.